0: Everyone, welcome to a special edition of the new media show. I of course got my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley, with me, and we have a special guest, Mr. Douglas Reed. And of course, uh Douglas is from podcastmusic.com. And wow, what an announcement, Doug. Holy cow, holy smoke, I've been waiting <laughs> for this for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know you
1: guys, you guys were very good about uh keeping your enthusiasm under wraps. <laughs> Are you about the- I know you both a couple of stakes, but uh, yeah, you know, it's exciting news. Uh, you know, as you know, podcast music, you know, we really, it's going to be our third podcast movement that we've been to. And uh, we spent a lot of time working, with, you know, starting to understand the space, not only bringing in music, but understanding how the licensing need to work. And we've been... Knowing that the holy grail has always been to bring in, you know, real popular music into podcasting. And how do you go about doing that with all the you know, the issues with licensing and the whole global, you know, podcast go worldwide and stuff like that. And we had been making, you know, you know some success with uh, on a label by label basis. But uh, working with SoundExchange, this is now a universal solution. This is now going to be, you know, SoundExchange is one of the largest music rights organizations on the planet. They distribute Right now, close to a billion, that's billion with a B, dollars in revenue to uh, the various rights holders. Uh, They're very active internationally, so this takes care of a lot of the licensing issues. But more importantly, because they already have a financial relationship with a lot of the record labels and the rights holders out there, it uh, really establishes a comfort level, we think, for the rights holders to get on board and work with us to come up with some interesting offerings to the podcast community. So can, that's the can, big announcement here. You know, we're talking about onboarding probably hundreds of record labels in the next few weeks.
0: So can we talk a little bit about exactly how this is formatted up and what this really, I think a lot of podcasters up to this point have wanted to, you know, for example, my first episode I played back in 2004, I introduced ACDC, Back in Black, for the,
1: you know, like a 30 what second What is it with Back that? in Black? That's all anybody <laughs> talks about. It's just, I want Back in Black, you know. <laughs> Because it's, it's a, a great thing. Cool why, why, why is right. nobody asking for Muskrat Love? I
2: mean, you okay, know, why, why is it always? Cool. Well, I'd be, I'd be happy <laughs> to ask, ask for Muskrat Love. Yeah.
0: But, but you know, and, and of course, I had to take those episodes down. You know, uh, <laughs> episodes one and two no longer exist for, for my show because I was, you know, stupidly doing that. Um, so, what does this really mean long run with, the, with this announcement on this agreement with Sound Exchange? Does it mean that I am in the near future potentially going to be able to play the full version of black and black or am i still going to have only 30 seconds what's what's the what's the game plan
1: this is going to be label and artist driven so we're going to have a variety of offerings up there so some labels are not going to have any problem with you whatsoever playing you know up to two minutes of the song we're probably not going to get the rights to play the whole thing because now you're into an issue where you know and there are plenty of other places if you want to hear the whole song right right go to spotify and pandora this sure. is going to be more right off the bat we're talking about uh splitting up the music podcast the guys who want to play music and talk about it and uh, maybe you know break some new acts we have lots of indie labels coming on board and the guys who just want to use back in black or something else like that there's a little bit of seasoning to toss into the podcast sure right. and uh we're very sensitive to the price factor with this and one of the things that we're doing with the record labels is educating them that if you, you know, if you want to make some money on this thing here, you really need to aim it at where the bulk of the podcast community is, and that's 5,000 downloads per episode or less. And if we can get that in there and price that reasonably, you suddenly have hundreds of thousands of podcasts right. that you could. And someone's going to do this. Someone, you know. And in fact, I can probably guess that there are going to be a couple of pop songs that are going to pop out there that are already talking about. Just getting in there at a five to ten dollar price point for and blowing it out on the do the smaller guys and they're going to sell a ton of licenses. Yep. but you're also going to find that it's going to be a tiered pricing structure. That as the more successful your podcast is, the pricing is going to go up. And when you're in the top echelons, you'll probably be going to talking to the sync division over at the record labels, which we can link to directly from our podcast. But without question, we think that the way this thing is going to go. For the podcaster, the typical general podcaster is going to be simple license. Don't put a lot of restrictions on it. Have it at a great price point, and the labels to do that are going to clean up. So, because I've been hearing a lot of folks, oh, this is only going to be aimed at the big guys. and No one else is going to be able to afford it. And you know, we spent two years right. getting to know you guys, Todd. You've given us all the stats on that. We, you know, I've been you know, Rob Walsh over Libsyn has been providing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. on the, you know. So we really kind of study this, and we're saying that's the business. You know, right. you can't go in there going, Hey, I want to Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla is going to use, they're not going to use this stuff here, even though you can't base a business based on the 6% of podcasts that are maybe really successful right. and doing great. You yeah. got to go after the other 94.
2: So was there going think... to be <coughs> specific, um, kind of, um, license levels of being able to get access to like a certain duration um i mean how is this going to be presented from a from a you know marketing and, and we're going transactional try, standpoint
1: yeah over the next the goal is to have this up and running just you know by nab next april mm-hmm. so between now and then we're going to be doing probably every month you know a bunch of offerings to kind of see how they go and getting feedback mm-hmm. from a lot mm-hmm. of folks one of the things we're trying to do by this fall is to open up christmas standards because Christmas is easy to clear and everybody could use a Christmas carol. And the question is, you know, now you might be able to, for example, get, you know, o All Ye Faithful, but sung by some major artist or something. So we're talking to labels about that Halloween music also as well. Um, uh, you know, we want to get this up and running as quickly as possible. So, you know, there's another convention in late September, the uh, radio show, you know, as you know, podcast music has a lot of connections to the radio business and, uh, We hope that very much we're going to be able to move this along very, very quickly. But I think to answer your question there, we know that there's a lot going to be a lot of different licensing opportunities there. One Mm -hmm. of it's, you know, we can we include a YouTube license for a sync, you know, of the podcast going up there. As you know, YouTube will yank anything with popular music. We have some technology. So you may pay a little bit more for that license, but at least then we can whitelist your feed and you won't get pulled down. You'll have the license that will be able to accommodate that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: We're also, uh, you know, there's some technical aspects, too, that we need to overcome. We need to talk directly to sound exchanges, billing division, for example, Mm -hmm. because we're handling the podcast front end of this. Mm -hmm. But then ultimately, you know, the uh, sound exchange is going to be paying out the royalties to the various rights holders and it will show up on their monthly statement. That's the idea. That's going to take a while to get going. We also are bringing on some technology by the end of the year that can actually scan a podcast, find out what music you're using and fill out a cue sheet automatically. So what that would be, we would be, for example, with PowerPress and other, you know, destination for your podcast. You know, as we discover, for example, with music podcasts, we may have a bunch, you know, selection of a bunch. How do you determine, you know, which music you use in the music podcast without filling out a bunch of forms? We might be able to automate that. And then we would just be a destination that you would be Apple, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify and podcast music. And all of that would be taken care of. So these are the kind of the technological uh, hoops you're going to have to jump through. But it's very exciting. I mean, you know, we're already, you know, I'll tell you right now, the indie music guys are, you know, jumping up and down for this because <laughs> my goal is to turn podcasting into really a new music discovery venue to get the folks out there that want to talk about with local artists. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let's remove all the barriers to be able to do that. In fact, we may even have a CEO of one of the larger uh, independent uh, record labels come to podcast movement.
2: Yeah. So be awesome.
0: You know, Doug, here's the thing, too. You think about radio used to be, and I use this word very strongly, used to be the place to discover new music. And it's not anymore. You've got iHearts and you've got the major companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they dictate a play sheet. And it's... there's no more DJs saying, oh, my God, I've got this new hot group here in Seattle that's uh, – Oh my! Wait till you can listen to the single. There's none of that going on no more in radio. So there's no discovery. The, well, the there's no have-
1: bandwidth. I mean, you you yeah. have you got 24 hours a day, and everyone's playing the same songs. It's done by yeah. a computer basically. Yeah. But now you have a business model that basically writes yourself. You know, you, every DJ in America is like, "Hey, you got to do a podcast and stuff like that." Well, guess what, guys? Maybe we can spin some records again. You know, maybe yeah. you can create your own playlist. Then when you're on the air, you can say. Hey, I've got a great podcast talking about some new uh, alt punk mm-hmm. guys that are coming an up in the Seattle area. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, and then you give the address, which is the radio station's uh, website. Uh, they go there. There's advertising on the website. Then there's the podcast. There's advertising in the podcast. Everybody's happy. Yeah. And the I mean, question that, is, you know, yeah. just being able to to come to a you know an agreement with everybody else what the price point ought to be on this that uh,
2: makes sense. So when you think about how a podcaster would actually potentially connect with this, um, you know, up to this point, you know, the, the royalty free music stuff that's been available on platforms like yours and others, um, have basically given you access to like maybe a one or one or two minute, um, you know, like sound um, um, music bed. Right. And you go in and you snip out what part of that that you want or you take it all right. Mm -hmm. how, how do you see that working with with a full track? I mean, are, are is there going to be licenses that can say you can take up to 30 seconds on this license? Yep. You can take up to one minute on this license. Uh, you can take it all on another license. Is that yes. kind of how this is going to work?
1: Okay. I believe so, and I think it will kind of straighten itself out in the mix there. One thing we haven't covered, though, about the type of licensing that we're doing, because this is right. going to be kind of a big offering there, is cover music. We're not right. going to be able to make cover music available out there. Oh. And just so everyone's, you know, stop thinking of yourself as a DJ, but think of yourself right. as a music supervisor on television. Yeah. And you right. may have your back in black. The price point may be yeah. very high, and there may be six or seven other versions of it where it's not so high. And if you only right. want that guitar riff at, at the beginning, you know, that can be very inexpensive and very uh, right. problematic for you. And that's what television does. We've all seen the TV commercials that there's right. that, you know, I guess it's the Fleetwood Mac song that's a cover on a big pharmaceutical yeah. thing. And what happens is they get, a, they get the price to use the real thing. And they go, oh, let's go. Let's use a re-record. And, and well, and a re-record is another thing you're going to see coming out there. That a lot of the artists that have you know, dropped off the major label uh, will actually re-record their hit songs. And they own all the rights to that recording. Mm. So they sound identical to the original, except that wow. they're getting all the money. Uh-huh. And that's going to be, you know, real interesting, and uh, you know, and there's some terrific acts out there that you would not believe that have dropped off the major label, but are still active, you know, that are still on touring and stuff like that, and uh, you know, they got live versions, they own all the rights too, they've got a whole bunch of stuff, so yeah, it's it's uh-huh. opening up the whole thing, you know, we've we've always, you know, I've been saying there, there was a lot of will out there, everybody around the world wanted to figure out how to do this. You know, we finally developed a way. This is how you know, this is where you go. We'll have a facility up eventually. We may actually have, you know, a form we could fill out a podcast movement. What songs do you want to, you know? Mm-hmm. What songs are you after? You know, okay, yeah. back and black. Yeah, we get it. Okay. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be something that you'll have an ability to go there. I am looking to get the rights to this song. And of course, you know, with Sound Exchange's tremendous database. You know, we may be able to go out and get those rights and bring those folks into the uh, podcast uh, world, so to speak, so that other people then can license the music effectively. Or if we can't, we can tell you point blank and just say, hey, we tried it, you know, just not interested. So don't waste your time. Find something else. And it's also a place for musicians to go, how do I get my music into podcasts? Same thing.
0: You're going to laugh, laugh, Doug, because it was at least 10 years ago that I was at an event. And there was a sound exchange guy that was there, or maybe it wasn't ten years, maybe it was a rain conference. I can't remember. I think you were there, Rob. And I asked, I basically raised my hand and I said, What's it gonna take to get pod get music into podcasts? And the guy told me, he laughed at me and he said, Ten years and ten million dollars. Well, that actually might have been five years and not ten million dollars. So I'm Well, I haven't I haven't gotten the legal bills yet, so it's uh (laughs) we never know. But, but, you know, it's, that was my, how times have changed. And this is, I, I think podcasters need to really understand how monumental, how monumental this is. this Because yeah. we, we, you think about, we came from the days of Napster right. where, oh my God, it's, that music is in a downloadable media file let's sue them for five bajillion dollars
2: well in a lot of ways napster was the 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 biggest precursor for podcasting really if you think about it if you go back to that time podcasting fell out of a napster environment Um, right and it makes total sense when you think about it
0: so we went from a time where you would be literally crucified legally for playing music and putting it available up on and mp3 to the point now where we're actually going to be able to legally license and have this is the thing that blows my mind we're going to be able to have legally licensed mainstream indie whatever music and have that in a downloadable file if people don't understand the monumentalness of this they need their heads examined yeah and
1: just make sure everybody understands though is that this is also going to come with We will have, uh, you know, not everyone is going to be available to every single podcast. You're going to find folks that they only want to deal with the big guys, the big networks. They only want to deal with folks like, well, when Spotify first came out, you had to be, you know, on a Libsyn or a Blueberry to get into Spotify. And that's because they have to usually take down order. They want to be sure that's all being done. So, yeah, we're expecting to have a restricted side to this where you may have to jump through a few hoops to get access to the music. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, not everything's going to be like that and right. it's going to grow very quickly. And I think that, uh, you know, you're not going to get the, the, the ability to use the full song. Let's just get that right. straight out of the open here. Bam. I don't think we're going right. to edit it for you, but you're going to have to be realistic about this. You know, we do have a technology to look at a podcast and figure out what's been played and how long it's been yeah. played and stuff like that. Yeah. And just a word of warning to everybody using the music without getting clearance on this When pop music shows up on podcasts, here come the robots. Okay. What's happening on YouTube is they're going to, people are going to start looking around and going, ah, you you didn't have a license. That's right. So,
2: is there going to be digital fingerprints that are put into these? Is that kind of.
1: Actually, we do it. We have a watermark uh, Watermark, that we use the most sophisticated one out there. So, we know if it came off our website. And if it came off our website, we can attach a license to it. Right. And if you've used our system there, you know when you license a track, you immediately get your invoice, which states, you know, this is exactly where it's there, and the uh, license that uh, to gives you all the rights. And okay. we can actually do this almost on a track by track basis, so the pricing can be different, and uh, really. It's going to be a tiered system, like I said, probably honor system to begin with, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 downloads Mm -hmm. and probably 20, 30, 40,000 downloads. You might be, you know, chatting directly with the sync operation there, but maybe not. And there may be folks out there just say, give me 10 bucks. I don't don't care about how many. I just want the, uh, you know, I just want the money just, uh, you know, so it's going to be all over the place. But, you know, this is a five year program that we're putting together with uh sound exchange to pull this off and it's going to be it's going to happen quickly there are going to be lots of changes i will tell you right now just so everybody understands this that this is going to be made available to u.s podcasts only to start with and we will be working then with the other pro's and rules in different countries to make those podcasts have their own ability to go to a local version of podcastmusic.com and do licensing from there so, you know, every country is different. So I think James Kridlins did a great job of trying to explain this. we got the U.S. side covered right now, and we're just going to have to wait and see when the U.K. and the Australian and the Japanese versions pop out.
2: So when you say U.S. only, you're talking about the the licensing of content um, coming out of the U.S. only, but they are global licenses, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, it's a global license initiative. Right. It's a reciprocal agreement that it was every other P.R.O., okay pretty much about eighty percent of the world I think um, sound okay. exchange I don't want to get over my skis because this is really sound exchanges you know area of expertise right. on that but we will be discussing this at podcast movement uh, be myself my president um, <clears throat> excuse me my Andrew Harding, our uh, president of business development from Podcast Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Oxenford, who's been a, kind of a staple of this. He's our attorney who helped to put all mm-hmm. this together there. Scared the hell out of everybody last year. Broadcasters to podcasters, why you can't use music. And this is why you can. We'll have, um, you know, also uh, the CEO of Podcast One. Peter Morris is going to be joining us to talk about his issues with trying to get, you know, even Podcast One can't get the licenses you know, what chance of the local podcaster be able to do? And Richard uh, Conlon, he's a great guy, and he's the guy who put this together, a sound exchange. And uh, we're going to be basically, you know, as quickly as possible. Um, Paul Jacobs is going to moderate the whole thing, but as quickly what, as possible. What we're going to want to get to the and a Q&A. What and time is yours?
0: 345
1: Thursday. Shit, we're going to be running right up against these guys, Rob yeah
0: <laughs> i think it's like a 15
1: minute overlap and for, for the first time right. though we're going to have another session on friday the last one of the conference where it's going to be me greg riggle hunter williams the guys of my team and we're going to have another breakout session just nothing but q a because not every everyone's going to be you know jammed up and that's going to be more the independent podcasters we got kind of the big guys are going to be asking the questions that the uh the broadcasters be podcasters and you know anybody else who didn 't get a chance come on over uh, bring any ideas, questions you know any you know any, any anything you want to talk about, just come on over and we'll uh, give you a straight answer and we're at booth one o five the entire time there, and you will notice us because there'll be some big signs about uh, with two logos on it, both ours and uh, sound exchange
0: yeah, this is uh, very. I, I just, uh, I know we, we've been sitting on this for a while and I know that, you know, we, we've been talking with, you I you know, you've been working this and, uh, uh, essentially NDA'd up. And I'm just, uh, really, uh, really excited about, uh, what the future here is. And, you know, we, we and I had a talk last year about this impossibility of getting music in. And I know that you were working a deal with another major label. And then all of a sudden, boom, you said, Hey, I got bigger news. And I was like, Oh my God. And, uh, yeah, this is this is big. Yeah.
1: Well, that major label we were talking to looks like they might uh, be one of our first big catches. It, so I'll have to see. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is. And, you know, I, I got to give a lot, of, a lot of credit to Exchange on this because we put this together, you know, in about nine months. And for a big company to move that quickly with a small startup from California and you know, really, you know, tr- buttoning everything up as quickly as they did. It's nothing short of amazing, but um, right. I mean, still has you know some stuff that we still have to do, but uh, it's going to be very exciting, and I'm expecting you know probably an announcement you know every month going up to uh, to NAB as we put this together here, and you know really thanks again guys because you all have been you know. You know, especially Todd has been, you know, a major part of just feeding Mm -hmm. us information about how to structure this thing. Mm -hmm. And uh it was a big part of, you know, what we were presenting to Sound Exchange and saying this is how it has to work. Because otherwise I think what everybody is really expecting just a big company was gonna come in and slap a price tag on it on their nose at the community. Right. Now, this is this is built really with a lot of input from all the guys at the conventions we've met from, you know. You know, people just, you know, chatting with us casually about what they were looking for. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a busy couple of months, you know, more than a couple of months, but I think the end product is going to be really, really exciting. And, uh, you know, God willing, this whole issue is now going to be laid to rest. And this is how you do it.
0: But I do find it interesting to say that, okay, now that the license is done, the bots are coming. So those that have been running undercover up to this point, they better watch out.
1: Well, I think, you know, now that there's a, uh, you know, there's going to be a legitimate way to license the music, you know, you better be willing to pay for it. It's You can't just kind of do the dodge of, well, I couldn't license the music, so I did it anyway, because nah, you can license it, you right. still want to pay. But I'm just kind of warning everybody here about that. Is that. It's not going to happen immediately, but we saw it happen with YouTube, you know, and and everything, you know, Google's into podcasting now. They could throw a switch and have that content ID running all over the place. So uh, so here's a question. A lot of
0: podcasters are pushing their content not only to – they're pushing their content into Spotify. So what happens when some of this content gets pushed to Spotify or what happens when – it gets pushed into youtube how are these
1: how are these things going to be'll be resolve across it cross those that, that'll be resolved Remember, Spotify pays uh sound exchange a lot of money every year uh as yeah, does Pandora and uh Serious and that sort of stuff. spot, uh, you know, the sound exchange's main business is to collect on the non-interactive streaming royalties. And so when you're, you know, you're basically listening to a feed from a Spotify or a digital radio station that you're not interacting with, they're just basically playing one song after another. That's where the bulk of the compulsory licensing that Spotify collects, you know, that that's where that money comes from. So the relationships are there. The difference between what, uh, you know, Pandora launched uh, something they called it was a podcast thing, but really it was just you could add, you know, some vocal track to a playlist and discuss, and it's only available to people that are also on the Pandora Premium platform. Spotify, I think, was trying to do something similar with Anchor, that you had to be on the Anchor platform in order to hear music and people were adding it. (laughs) I'm not sure quite how that's going to work out. This is platform agnostic. This isn't the whole point. This is a real podcast. You know, this is how podcasts work. We're not trying to reinvent how people do podcasting. You're gonna download the file, you're gonna use that file in your podcast and the parameters that your license specifies. And then you're good. And we're pushing toward, you know, if not a perpetual license, then something that is at least a license far enough into the distance that you don't need to really worry about it. So and that's, you know, again, open to discussion. Again, some people may, you know, only give you a three or five year license and Okay, you know, roll the dice on that, but other people aren't going to care, so we'll figure it out
2: well the the kind of uh, i guess follow up question of that is the actual ability to uh track the plays of that content right whether it's it's on Spotify or Pandora or in the podcast just in general mm-hmm. um you know if if you're gonna have it digitally signed. Um, the ability to pick that up is gonna be possible, right? So yeah. does that mean that all of the distribution and listening platforms are gonna to need to have some sort of a plug in to be able to analyze no, 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 no. that? Okay. No, so what
1: what I told you is that, you know, if when when this happens and if we, we are doing this thing, you would just we would just be another destination for the podcast of your RSS feed send it over to us we'll scan it and figure out what's going on but we are going to work want to work very closely with all the major hosting platform because i think you guys are going to be a big big role in this thing here because uh you know there's going to be some interesting opportunities you know maybe the music podcasts you know the guys who want to use multiple tracks and talk about music maybe there's a barterable component in there maybe we can Pay for the whole thing by running airtime and uh, work with you guys on that. And mm-hmm. uh, so these are things that we're going to be discussing at Podcast Movement with the, you, you yeah. folks out there. But without question, the hosting platforms are going to have to kind of get behind this in the sense that they ought to know what's going on and to make sure that they can then reach out to their various memberships and explain
2: and uh, you know, we can work together on this. So, so like a Spotify and a Pandora wouldn't have to pay for the 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 royalty payment on playback of that content on their platform. No, no, that it would be separated somehow. We're, right?
1: We're, this is going to be a royalty paid. Uh, this is going to be the pricing structure will work out, and that's going to cover all the performance royalties, all of the uh, okay, the mechanical royalties, and the master use royalty, the synchronization royalty. So. Uh, okay. That's actually in the press release too. So I we're going to cover everything. For
0: us to be able to share that, I think that's going to be critical to share upstream, so that they know they're not on
1: the hook and won't call us to pull the plug on a show. Yeah. Right. Well. Right. You know, I guess SoundExchange will be handling a lot of that. You know, this is going to be a SoundExchange license. So. Well, yep.
2: Yeah, and also is there any any factor that you can think of around some sort of an amnesty program um for folks that have podcasts with music in them right now that they can become <laughs> I have, I have licensed right i no idea <laughs> right i mean, <laughs> I I mean have it's no an interesting idea. question it's, right of it is
1: but right. uh, you know remember we're licensing a particular track namely a particular waveform right. you right. know you know and you know, like i said there'll be multiple versions of different you know you got to be careful about this because if you get a license for a particular uh, song and you use the wrong track, it could be from a different label and then you wouldn't have actually cleared the master use rights, you know, so, right. so you got to use the right track there. Right. So as far as Amnesty goes, I'm not even, not even going there. I think it's going to be okay. something that, uh, you know, the individual podcasters are just going to have to figure this out. You know, they knew it was coming. They've, you know, we've yeah. seen the big lawsuits right. that have certainly been developed yeah. and, you know, but, Yeah, we're probably years away from seeing that. And again, one of the things that I do emphasize is that by going after the uh, the independents, the small guys there, you know, it's going to be great for the guy who's just starting up his podcast and wants to add a little pizzazz to it. Mm -hmm. And maybe he's only going to be 10 episodes in, you know, and he's out, but he at least has something that sounds really cool. And you know my my personal feeling is that it's the more successful podcast. Get you're going to have much more of a uh, a buyer who's going to be a lot more cognizant of well do I really want to spend the money and deal with this whole thing because it's going to be more expensive, right. and is it really going to add an extra thousand two thousand listeners if I have this type of bumper music? It's uh, and mm-hmm. you know so this is going to be right now just to, to remind everybody is that this is this offering is coming. It will be available on podcastmusic.com as a separate website. We already have our oh. production music website there. The songs will be different. The license will be on a per-episode basis, all right? This will be a single-track, single-episode license, and that will be included. You'll type in the episode number or the uh, name of the uh, the episode that you want to use it on, and you'll get that. So you're totally protected now. You got the license that says, I can use it on this episode, boom, boom, boom. And if you want to use it again go get another license and that's the way we're going to start with because that makes the accounting real easy and anything as far as annual licenses or you want to use it as a theme song or branding that's for future discussion but we should have something up and running hopefully for pretty quickly for people to get here and play around and just see yeah uh, see how it works so let's get the kinks out
2: okay so licensing is going to be on a per episode basis of mm-hmm. uh, that it's used in. Okay. Yes. So, so each episode would need to have its own separate license. To start with. To start with. Okay. To start
1: with. And uh, this makes sense for Christmas music, for example, because right. you're not going to use it <laughs> an awful lot, you know. But as it goes forward in here, you know, we will have some different licenses available, you know, eventually okay. here with with this. But right now, we're trying to keep the accounting as simple as possible to make sure that this is all you know, all the okay. the back end that we have to do is taken care of. So be patient. It will uh Yep. You know. And again, you're gonna find some labels are gonna be highly sensitive to branding. And you know, if you're talking about using it as a theme song, you may have to be vetted because, you know, it's gonna be a big political season next year and right. artists get oh, very upset if you say the wrong thing and stuff like that. So somebody doing a meditation podcast might be a little easier than somebody doing a current events commentary. So You know, all I'm saying is this has all been under discussion. Stay tuned, but for it stands right now, just this is going to be unrolled over the
2: next few months.
1: Outstanding. So we're
2: going to walk before we run. It's what it sounds like. So yeah. So it's just going to have to be really important um, that the podcasters fully understand. So when you set up an account to get access to this license, what you're going to have to do is go in prior to each of your episodes, right? And you know, whether it be check a box or pay a little extra fee is that kind of how you're expecting it to to work so Uh, i
1: think this would just be a pay as you go i think it's going to be just basically anybody can go in there and listen around and uh you find you know if there are any licenses different because we we all have the cover songs in there too you know figure out what works out for you yeah Yeah. and if you don't like the price don't pay it right right something you can use in every single episode Head over to the uh, the World Premiere Production Museum. Uh, By the way, oh, the
0: audio just went really bad. Is
2: that me? I don't know what's going on. Can you guys hear me okay? I
0: can hear Yeah, you I can fine. hear you now.
2: Okay. Whatever I don't know happened. what that was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Skype weirdness. Um. Yeah. So it's, it really is just, you know, we got to be an educated consumer about this and uh, understand that you're dealing with, in some cases, highly valuable copyrights and be respectful. You know, so just right. make sure that if, if somebody really, you know, don't screw around with this because, you know, and, uh, you know, be respectful and pay attention to the license. If there are restrictions, pay attention. If you don't want something without restrictions, go find a different track.
0: Doug, okay. I. We're, uh, we're out of time here. This has been a good prepper. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this that are not at the show. Uh, what's the best you know, way for them to contact you? I, you know, I'm just Your inbox is
1: going to explode. So I'm just um, – what's, what's wh- the best way? Podcastmusic.com. Just head on over there, and there's a form you could fill out at the bottom. We may have a form just for the uh, feature music to for the guys that just want to get on the mailing list and maybe give us half a dozen suggestions about what songs they're looking for it's just something we can take to the labels and uh, you know just to kind of feel involved i mean we would like we want you guys to feel that uh, you know you've, you've got a little stake in this and uh, we'll you know see what we can do as far as getting this set up and having it priced that everybody uh, feels comfortable with
2: so when do you anticipate this actually being publicly available for someone to come in and get a license?
1: We're hoping to be able to do this Christmas thing by October.
2: So, oh, okay, you know,
1: well, okay. obviously, you know, it's Christmas. If we don't get it up, we don't get it up. We right. may have the ability to uh, do a smaller offering just to see with, you know, maybe by the end of September. But uh, the Christmas thing, I think we're, we're going to be able to pull off and that will be a website by itself. That will be a combination of all of our sound effects and music from the production music side combined with uh, the actual, uh, you know, some stuff with singing on it from some artists and, you know, covers and stuff like that. Variety of different price points. But again, it's going to be the single license deal. That will be when we introduce the first time the single episode license. Because you don't need Christmas music year round. Why buy it a year round? Buy it. Right. And that could be available for like a buck or two, up to maybe $10 if it's a major store.
2: So. Sure. Okay. That's great.
1: All right. Well, again, folks, uh, Todd at
0: Blueberry.com or at Geek News on Twitter. Rob?
2: Um, at uh, Rob Greenlee on Twitter. And that's with two E's. Uh, RobGreenlee.com. And you can reach me on email, uh, RobG at Lipson.com. That's uh, great. And... It was great to to hear this announcement, Douglas. I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming 15 years uh, of trying to get um, some movement happening around music, and uh, it's, it's exciting to see it happen.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing everybody at PM swing by. We get some fun swag, and uh, we'll be there in force. So right. there'll be lots of folks for we'll people to talk to and get the down low on this.
0: Very exciting, very yeah. very exciting, and uh, again podcastmusic.com, and just uh, we'll keep everyone informed here. I'm sure Doug, you'll be on multiple times between now and launch, but uh, yeah, this is uh, just want everyone just to realize how monumentally big this is, and uh, kudos to the podcast music team and for going out and, uh, yeah. and doing this. Uh, it's uh, it's it's a big coup. Um, I'm gonna be very very frank.
1: Well, you so, guys are uh, a great bunch of podcasters. You know, what a terrific group of people you guys are. And I'm glad that we can make it be, this is the beginning, you know, to really be able to pull this off. Right. So delighted to do it for you guys.
2: Well, thanks. All right.
0: So let's uh, look forward to everyone uh, playing a little bit of their favorite track on their podcast in the near future and uh, just upping the performance game on our shows completely. So
2: right. not that
0: there's uh, not been a lot of great indie music, but just it opens up a whole new catalog or will potentially open up a whole new catalog. So. Um, right. But anyway, we'll get we'll get off in here. Everyone, thanks for being here. Thanks uh, for listening to the media guys. show. Yeah,
2: take me- care, everybody. New,
0: yeah, newmediashow.com. dot com. Subscribe today. Everyone, take care. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye bye.